Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 195. Today, as we continue our journey through the book of Jeremiah, one of the themes is that the people keep saying things and boasting in things that they have no business boasting in, that their minds and their hearts are warped and twisted, that sin and treachery and deceit are part of their makeup. And God calls them to change and to repent and to turn and realize that the person that they should be boasting in, if they're going to boast in anybody, is him. And the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 11 basically picks up this very same theme and talks about the fact that if you're going to boast about anybody, boast about the Lord, the one who is wise, who is great, who is powerful, who is holy, who is just, and who is loving. So let's pick it up in Jeremiah chapter 8, chapter 8. 9 and 10 we'll read today. The Lord says, When that time comes, the bones of the kings of Judah and its leaders, the bones of the priests and the prophets and all of the other people who lived in Jerusalem will be dug up from their graves. They will be spread out and exposed to the sun, the moon, and the stars. These are things they adored and served, things which they paid allegiance, from which they sought guidance and worshipped. The bones of these people will never be gathered and reburied. They'll be like manure used to fertilize the ground. However, I will leave some of these wicked people alive and banish them to other places. But wherever these people who survive may go, they will wish they had died rather than lived, says the Lord of heaven's armies. The Lord said to me, Tell them, the Lord says, Do people not get back up when they fall down? Do they not turn around when they go the wrong way? Why then do these people of Jerusalem continually turn away from me in apostasy? They hold fast to their deception. They refuse to turn back to me. I have listened to them very carefully, but they do not speak honestly. None of them regrets the evil he has done. None of them says, I have done wrong. All of them persist in their own wayward course, like a horse charging recklessly into battle. Even the stork knows when it is time to move on. The turtle dove, swallow, and crane recognize the normal times for their migration. But my people pay no attention to what I, the Lord, require of them. How can you say, we are wise, we have the law of the Lord? The truth is, those who teach it have used their writings to make it say what it does not really mean. Your wise men will be put to shame. They will be dumbfounded and be brought to judgment, since they have rejected the Lord's message. What wisdom do they really have? So I will give their wives to other men and their fields to new owners. From the least important to the most important of them, all of them are greedy for dishonest gain. Prophets and priests alike all practice deceit. They offer only superficial help for the hurt my dear people have suffered. They say, everything will be all right, but everything is not all right. Are they ashamed because they have done such disgusting things? No, they are not at all ashamed. They do not even know how to blush. So they will die, just like others have died. They will be brought to ruin when I punish them, says the Lord. I will take away their harvest, says the Lord. There will be no grapes on their vines. There will be no figs on their fig trees. Even the leaves on their trees will wither. The crops that I gave them will be taken away. The people say, Why are we just sitting here? 
Let us gather together inside the fortified cities. Let us at least die there fighting since the Lord our God has condemned us to die. He has condemned us to drink the poison waters of judgment because we have sinned against him. We had hoped for good fortune, but nothing good has come of it. We hoped for a time of relief, but instead we experienced terror. The snorting of the enemy's horses is already being heard in the city of Dan. The sound of the neighing of their stallions causes the whole land to tremble with fear. They are coming to destroy the land and everything in it. They are coming to destroy the cities and everyone who lives in them. The Lord says, Yes, indeed, I am sending an enemy against you that will be like poisonous snakes that cannot be charmed away, and they will inflict fatal wounds on you. Then I said, There is no cure for my grief. I am sick at heart. I hear my dear people crying out throughout the length and breadth of the land. They are crying, Is the Lord no longer in Zion? Is her divine king no longer there? The Lord answers, Why then do they provoke me to anger with their images, with their worthless foreign idols? They cry, Harvest time has come and gone and the summer is over and still we have never been, we have not been delivered. My heart is crushed because my dear people are being crushed. I go about crying and grieving. I am overwhelmed with dismay. There is still medicinal ointment available in Gilead. There is still a physician there. Why then have my dear people not been restored to health? I wish that my head were full of water, were a well full of water, and my eyes were a fountain full of tears. If they were, I could cry day and night for those of my dear people who have been killed. I wish that I had lodging place in the wilderness where I could spend some time like a weary traveler then I would desert my people and walk away from them because they are unfaithful to God, a congregation of people that has been disloyal to him. And the Lord says, These people are like soldiers who have readied their bows. Their tongues are always ready to shoot out lies. They have become powerful in the land, but they have not done so by honest means. Indeed, they do one evil thing after another and do not pay attention to me. Everyone must be on his guard around his friends. He must not even trust any of his relatives, For every one of them will find some way to cheat him, and all of his friends will tell lies about him. One friend deceives another, and no one tells the truth. These people have trained themselves to tell lies. They do wrong and are unable to repent. They do not act. They do one act of violence after another, and one deceitful thing after another. They refuse to pay attention to me, says the Lord. Therefore the Lord of heaven's army says, I will now purify them in the fires of affliction and test them. The wickedness of my dear people has left me no choice. What else can I do? Their tongues are like deadly arrows. They are always telling lies. Friendly words for their neighbors come from their mouths, but their minds are thinking up ways to trap them. I will certainly punish them for doing such things, says the Lord. I will certainly bring retribution on such a nation as this. I said, I will weep and mourn for the grasslands on the mountains. I will sing a mournful song for the pastures in the wilderness, because they are so scorched no one travels through them. The sound of livestock is no longer heard there. Even the birds in the sky and the wild animals in the fields have fled and are gone. The Lord said, I will make Jerusalem a heap of ruins. Jackals will make their home there. I will destroy the towns of Judah so that no one will be able to live in them. I said, Who is wise enough to understand why this has happened? Who has a word from the Lord that can explain it? Why does the land lie in ruins? Why is it scorched as a desert through which no one travels? The Lord answered, This has happened because these people have rejected my laws that I gave them. They have not obeyed me or followed those laws. Instead, they have followed the stubborn inclinations of their own hearts. They have paid allegiance to the gods called Baal, and their fathers taught them to do. So then, listen to what I, the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. 
I will make these people eat the bitter food of suffering and drink the poison water of judgment. I will scatter them among the nations that neither they nor their ancestors have known about anything about. I will send people chasing after them with swords until I have destroyed them. The Lord of Heaven's armies told me to say this to the people. Take note of what I say. Call for the women who mourn for the dead. Summon those who are the most skilled at it. I said, Indeed, let them... Let them come quickly and sing a song of mourning for us. Let them wail loudly until tears stream from our own eyes and our eyelids overflow with water. For the sound of wailing is soon to be heard in Zion. We are utterly ruined. We are completely disgraced. For we have left our land. For our houses have been torn down. I said, So now, you wailing women, listen to the Lord's message. Open your ears to the message from his mouth. Teach your daughters this mournful song and let every woman teach her neighbor this lament. Death has climbed in through our windows. It has entered into our fortified houses. It has taken away our children who play in the streets. It has taken away our young men who gather in the city squares. Tell your daughters and neighbors, the Lord says, the dead bodies of people will lie scattered everywhere, like manure scattered on the field. They will lie scattered on the ground like grain that has been cut down but has not been gathered. The Lord says, wise people should not boast that they are wise. Powerful people should not boast that they are powerful. Rich people should not boast that they are rich. If people want to boast, they should boast about this. They should boast that they understand and know me. They should boast that they know and understand that I, the Lord, act out of faithfulness, fairness, and justice in the earth, and that I desire people to do these things, says the Lord. The Lord says, watch out, The time is soon coming when I will punish all those who are circumcised only in the flesh. That is, I will punish the Egyptians, the Judeans, the Edomites, the Ammonites, the Moabites, and all the desert people who cut their hair short at the temples. I will do so because none of the people of those nations are really circumcised in the Lord's sight. Moreover, none of the people of Israel are circumcised when it comes to their hearts. You people of Israel, listen to what the Lord has to say to you. The Lord says, Do not start following pagan ritual practices. Do not be in awe of signs that occur in the sky, even though the nations hold them in awe. For the religion of these people is worthless. They cut down a tree in the forest, and a craftsman makes it into an idol with his his tools. He decorates it with overlays of silver and gold. He uses a hammer and nails to fasten it together, so that it will not fall over. Such idols are like scarecrows in a cucumber field. They cannot talk. They must be carried because they cannot walk. Do not be afraid of them because they cannot hurt you, and they do not have any power to help you. I said, There is no one like you, Lord. You are great, and you are renowned for your power. Everyone should revere revere you, O King of all the nations, because you deserve to be revered. For there is no one like you among any of the wise people of the nations, nor among any of of their kings. The people of those nations are both stupid and foolish. Instruction from a wooden idol is worthless. Hammered out of silver is brought from... Hammered out silver is brought from Tarshish, and gold is brought from Uphas to cover their idols. They are the handiwork of carpenters and goldsmiths. They are clothed in blue and purple clothes. They are all made by skillful workers. The Lord is the only true God. He is the living God and the everlasting King. When he shows his anger, the earth shakes. None of the nations can stand up to his fury. You people of Israel should tell those nations this. These gods did not make heaven and earth. They will disappear from the earth and from under the heavens. The Lord is the one who, by his power, made the earth. He is the one who, by his wisdom, established the world, and by his understanding, he spread out the skies. 
When his voice thunders, the heavenly ocean roars. He makes the clouds rise from the far-off horizons. He makes the lightning flash out of the midst of the rain. He unleashes the wind from the places he stores it. All these idolaters will prove to be stupid and ignorant. Every goldsmith will be disgraced by the idol he made, for the image he forges is merely a sham. There is no breath in any of these idols. They are worthless, mere objects to be mocked. When the time comes to punish them, they will be destroyed. The Lord, who is the inheritance of Jacob's descendants, is not like them. He is the one who created everything, and the people of Israel are those he claims as his own. His name is the Lord of heaven's armies. Gather your belongings together and prepare to leave the land, you people of Jerusalem who are being besieged. For the Lord says, I will now throw out those who live in this land. I will bring so much trouble on them that they will actually feel it. And I cried out, We are doomed. Our wound is severe. We once thought, This is only an illness, and we will be able to bear it. But our tents have been destroyed. The ropes that held them in place have been ripped apart. Our children are gone and are not coming back. There is no survivor to put our tents back up. No one left to hang their tent curtains in place. For our leaders are stupid. They have not sought the Lord's advice. They do not act wisely, and the people they are responsible for have, been, have all been scattered. Listen, news is coming even now. The rumble of a great army is heard approaching from a land in the north. It is coming to turn the towns of Judah into rubble, places where only jackals live. Lord, we know that people do not control their own destiny. It is not in their power to determine what will happen to them. Correct us, Lord, but only in due measure. Do not punish us in anger, or you will reduce us to nothing. Vent your anger on the nations that do not acknowledge you. Vent it on the peoples who do not worship you. For they have destroyed the people of Jacob. They have completely destroyed them and left their homeland in utter ruin. So ends our reading of Jeremiah for this episode. And notice again throughout it that God is calling the people to turn from their ways. And one of the big issues they have is they keep boasting in their own abilities, in their own strength, in their own wisdom. And God is basically telling them, you are boasting in the wrong sources. The only one you ought to boast in is the Lord himself. And this same theme is picked up by the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 11, uh, where he calls on the people there to recognize that he has been trying to point them to Jesus and that ultimately the one to boast in is only God himself. 2 Corinthians 11. I wish that you would be patient with me in a little foolishness, but indeed you are being patient with me, for I am jealous for you with godly jealousy, because I promised you in marriage to one husband to present you as a pure virgin to Christ. But I am afraid that just as the serpent deceived Eve by his treachery, your minds may be led astray from a sincere and, and pure devotion to Christ. For if someone comes and proclaims another Jesus different from the one we proclaimed, or if you receive a different spirit than the one you received, or a different gospel than the one you accepted, you put up with it well enough. For I consider myself not at all inferior to those super apostles. And even if I am unskilled in speaking, yet I am certainly not so in knowledge. Indeed, we have made this plain to you in everything and in every way. Or did I commit a sin by humbling myself so that you could be exalted? because I proclaimed the gospel of God to you free of charge. I robbed other churches by receiving support from them so I could serve you. When I was with you and I was in need, I was not a burden to anyone, for the brothers who came from Macedonia fully supplied my needs. I kept myself from being a burden to you in any way and will continue to do so. As the truth of Christ is in me, this boasting of mine will not be stopped in the regions of Achaia. 
Why? Because I do not love because I do not love you. God knows I do. And what am I doing and what I am doing I will continue to do so that I may eliminate any opportunity for those who want a chance to be regarded as our equals in things they boast about. For such people are false apostles, deceitful workers, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Therefore it is not surprising his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness, whose end will correspond to their actions. I say again, Let no one think that I am a fool, but if you do, then at least accept me as a fool, so that I too may boast a little. What I am saying with this boastful confidence, I do not say the way the Lord would. Instead, it is, as it were, foolishness. Since many are boasting according to human standards, I too will boast. For since you are so wise, you put up with fools gladly. For you put up with You put up with it if someone makes slaves of you, if someone exploits you, if someone takes advantage of you, if someone behaves arrogantly towards you, if someone strikes you in the face. To my disgrace, I must say that we were too weak for that. But whatever anyone else dares to boast about, I am speaking foolishly, I also dare to boast about the same thing. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they descendants of Abraham? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I am talking like I'm out of like I am out of my mind. I am even more so, with much greater labors, with far more imprisonments, with more severe beatings, facing death many times. Five times I received from the Jews forty lashes less one. Three times I was beaten with a rod. Once I received a stoning. Three times I suffered shipwreck. A night and day I spent adrift in the open sea. I have been on journeys many times in dangers from rivers, in dangers from robbers, in dangers from my own countrymen, in dangers from Gentiles, in dangers in the city, in dangers in the wilderness, in dangers at sea, in dangers from false brothers, in hard work and in toil, through many sleepless nights, in hunger and thirst, many times without food, in cold and without enough clothing. Apart from other things, there is the daily pressure on me of my anxious concern for all the churches. Who is weak? And I am not weak? Who is led into sin? And I do not burn with indignation? If I must boast, I will boast about the things that show my weakness. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus, who is blessed forever, knows I am not lying. In Damascus, the governor under King Aretas was guarding the city of Damascus in order to arrest me. But I was let down in a roped basket through a window in the city wall and escaped his hands. We'll have to leave it there until the next time and here Paul continue on in his boasting in the right way. But his boasting here is saying, look, all these other super apostles who you look up to in Corinth, they're, they're measured by worldly standards. And Paul's saying, look, I am not measuring myself that way. I am weak and I am helpless and hopeless. The only strength and the only goodness that I have is because I belong to God through Jesus, my Lord Jesus, my Savior, and that he is the one I will boast in more than anything or anyone else. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996-2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. 
You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music. You